Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Awareness Podcast, Season 1, Episode 6. I'm your host, Intunala, the podcast Looking at the university confessions, I figured I should, you know, touch a few. Um, I figured I should talk about a few things, right? So then, if you didn't... If you don't follow me on Instagram, you didn't see the poll that I put up of like topics that I had prepared beforehand. So the most chosen or voted for was uh, sex. And I feel like it's such a touchy topic. So we don't usually talk about it. And it's kind of cringe. I'm cringing right now. But you know that I do my research so that you can feel heard voice that you don't really have at the moment but uh yeah let's get into it i hope you listened to last week's episode last of last week's episode actually uh i feel like we fixed the whole recording problem i lost the recording like the other half of it so that's the reason i didn't upload last week but i hope that won't happen again um what is sex intercourse very weird i'm hoping my parents don't listen to this episode it's going to be very um you know i feel like they're going to be very uncomfortable no parent wants to hear their their kid talk about uh, these type of things in an african house so this is a a taboo type of thing but uh yeah anyway so we are going to maintain some boundaries i feel like um I'm going to focus on uh, different genders, just intimacy and consequences, soul ties, diseases, kids, partners, consent, the difference between um, pornography and real life, consequences, I can, because of pornography, and um, spiritual and physical aspects. Now, Okay, so you're into someone, right? Let me just, you know, um, quick disclaimer. I'm not speaking from experience, okay? I'm just um, speaking based off everything that I've researched, everything that I've heard from different people, everything that I've witnessed, you know, putting it in like a summarized box for you guys, as usual. So yeah, so you're into someone sometimes you you don't have to be into someone i feel like there are moments especially in my generation hookup culture is taking its toll and everyone just does what they want whenever they want and which is okay i mean like it all depends on you know your moral aspect and where you stand as a person so if i feel like oh um if i hook up with five different people this week people that I don't care about, people that I don't know that well, and I feel like it's okay, then I'll keep doing me because it's my life at the end of the day. But at the same time, what is okay and what isn't okay? Because the whole, I feel like moral ground is based off um, social perspectives. So what does everyone else think you know, what does everyone else around you think about what you're doing? That's what matters. That's where we actually start to draw the line and ask questions like, oh, actually, maybe what I did 
wasn't okay just because like five people told me that it wasn't okay you know what i mean and because of that so i want to like generalize everything okay you're into someone or you're not into someone you just want to have sex cool okay we know these emotions we felt them before we were taught in like what primary secondary cool what do we do so i'm um i don't want to use the name because it's going to feel like oh she's talking about someone right so let me just say i'm person b we're going to have two people in the situation i'm person a and b let's talk about person b first okay so person b wants to have sex no matter what it doesn't matter what they want who with where they just want to do it you can't control it right person b can't control it so now i find someone who wants the same thing i want okay we hook up great um no strings attached no phone numbers exchanged no social media is exchanged we just do the dang thing and then we leave and okay that's cool and all but okay so what happens now when i start to feel funny i start to feel funny i feel like my health is declining and i'm going for all these tests at the the hospital like for flu malaria covid um (laughs) now we have to test for stis right so i feel like i can't get an infection because it's me because i'm person b so i think so now i go to the hospital and the nurse tells me oh actually you have an sti or you have contracted aids you have hiv great what am i going to do so now i can't tell my parents because why was i having sex irresponsibly why didn't i use a condom why didn't i use contraceptives why didn't i abstain but the thing with these why questions is you know they're just questions i can't take back my actions i can't redo it i can't go back now i have to face the consequences so okay i messed up (sighs) we're stuck I have to go to my parents, I have to face my parents and tell them, okay, you know what, your son, your daughter has this disease that you guys have avoided, brought me into this world, I come here, I project it, because I was being irresponsible, what do we do? So now you're on meds, okay, you're trying to get better, you're trying to spread awareness, get it, (laughs) you're trying to spread awareness about how these things are dangerous how these things affect people's lives now you feel like you're going to die at any second even though that's not the case you feel like your life is over you feel like you want to turn the page okay so you've had a moment of realization great but now you've experienced it i'm person a person a is practicing abstinence so i teenager and i'm controlling my emotions controlling everything that i'm feeling and 
let me just put it out there we're not trying to compare the two at the moment let's just say both of them are standing on the same moral ground and so person a doesn't feel the need to sacrifice himself or herself at the moment i don't feel the need to sacrifice either my i don't feel the need to sacrifice either my hopes for the future either my perspective on dating on courtship on love i want to experience everything step by step at god's time okay so i wait so i wait till marriage and i feel like i'm all high and mighty okay cool so now we have person a and person b i want you to, to let me know um you can text me on instagram that's in to underscore Bulala. send me a direct message of who you think is in the best position person a or person b because let me just put it out there person a does not have it easy it is not easy to stay away from these things and especially when you don't have a faith backing it up you're just standing far away from it just because just because you want to just because you want to avoid these things not because you're a christian not because of your religion just because and okay so let me know who you feel is in the right position and what they should do now personally i feel like it's easier said than done right it's easier to say oh why didn't you just stay away but for my people that haven't let's talk about it for my people that have involved themselves with you know um these actions <laughs> let's talk about it so how do you feel i feel like the question that people we know about the diseases but i really want to dive into like soul ties and how they work and i know that when we raise this topic or this issue everyone's like ah please like you know don't take us to church i'm not trying to every religion every um belief knows that soul ties are real when you commit yourself to a person or when you have sex with a person people feel like it's just you know it's just that it's just the physical but what happens is okay so when women have sex it's always with their emotions i don't care who you, what you say we can try to lie we always try to lie and say oh i wasn't affected by it i didn't care no strings attached that's a lie because women always involve their emotions they involve their emotions in everything that's how we're wired that's how we work men on the other hand don't involve their emotions they could have sex with anyone and feel like you know that it was just that and go on with their lives a woman will stay on her phone waiting for a man to text her afterwards and be like oh you know so men usually attach emotions afterwards it's it's after he's got him what he wants now does he want to commit does he want to stay that's the question and keeping that in mind right so 
how do we contract these soul ties? So what happens is when um, we were created, God intended for two people to become one, right? And so after you get married, they call it you becoming one. And now you're just as a couple and not as individuals. So what happens is our souls, right? Um, I don't want to say collide, but they do come together. And a piece of you will remain with that person and you will take a piece of that person. That's the reason why if your ex walks into a room that you're sitting in, you're going to be so uneasy. You, you can't relax. Like, you just on the edges. Either you have feelings of hate towards them or just resentment or regret or just feeling weird. Like, you just feel like you can't act like that person's not there. It's not because... Um, I know some people are, are saying, like, oh, yeah, but... I never had sex with my ex and when they walked in I still felt like that. I know, but it's kind of different. It's deeper than just feelings. It's deeper than just interactions. And so what happens is, as people, our aura carries um, different types of things. We, we carry different spiritual attachments we carry different problems different blessings different characteristics everything's different we're so unique that person a and person b are nothing similar to each other and so when two people come together right and now i've taken a a piece of person b person b has taken a piece of me let's say i have some issues like um let's say i have some issues from my past they wouldn't be mine but just in the sense that they could be my parents they could be my ancestors they could be anything in my bloodline and because it's haunting me not necessarily haunting me it could be just there waiting to be awoken you know um so because i'm carrying that and now i leave some of that with a person and now this person is experiencing weird things experiencing weird issues that they never had before i'll give you an example of a man that um was talking about how after he slept with various women he started to see things like when he was asleep he started to experience um, weird encounters or spiritual attacks or um, he couldn't sleep he had no peace not because he was doing all these women dirty but because every piece of this um, of the woman that he would sleep with would remain with him and every piece of him would remain with that woman and i feel like people try to like um people try to generalize it and say oh no it's just one person like you can only carry this stuff from one person actually it's transmitted it's like 
um, I sleep with someone today, tomorrow that person sleeps with another person, or next week, or the next month, and that person is going to carry my stuff that I passed on to the other person. You get what I mean? It's like a cycle. It's an ongoing cycle, which is why people usually um, up to marriage because when you have one person when you know that you're committing to one person you know that okay we're going to work on whatever was carried up to here up to this point and we're going to end it here there's no more transmission there's no more there's no um there's no bad luck i feel like people you know i i don't know how to to put it into words without involving like a christian perspective but when something bad happens to you we consider it bad luck okay or the enemy working against us so when this happens it's a question of how am i going to fix it how am i going to solve it how am i going to work through it because these things aren't easy to cut off you know you can't exactly forget about certain people you have to detach yourself so as a non-believer you had a huge body count now you're born again the surge is there what is the best thing to do okay so what is the best thing to do and should you start dating again or just stay away altogether until you're ready to marry same person asked is it right to have sex with someone you're in a relationship with as a christian with the serious goal of marrying them okay so um the whole idea is to commit to one person like the end goal is to commit to one person and so if you had a huge body count and now you're right with God then you start fresh so now you're on square one you could date again you could start dating again but just setting boundaries this time because you don't want to sleep with just anyone you're in a relationship with or you don't want to sleep with just anyone you're going to date with so now you're setting healthy boundaries as to when you share yourself with this person or these people and should you just stay single until you're ready to marry honestly and that's entirely up to you as an individual i feel like if you can do it then you should go ahead but if you feel like i can't seem to manage then stay away from it because honestly i feel like you should do what suits you best you should do what makes you happy so is it right to have sex with someone you're in a relationship with as a christian now here's the thing here's a tricky part so you don't really know if this person is going to be your husband or your wife and i mean you do say it you try to manifest it and say okay i'm going to marry this person great but how many years do you have until you're actually married that's about like eight years if you're 18 or if you're 19 it's about like five years so how many years do you have until you're actually going to marry this person so many things can change in that time frame so you actually putting all your cards on the table and saying okay you know what you're doing everything that a married couple does and then you don't end up getting married so now you've wasted about seven years of your life with the person that you thought you were going to marry but then life goes different ways 
So my advice to you is, um, don't necessarily say that, oh, I'm doing all of this because I'm going to marry this person. Because what happens when you don't? But at the same time, like I said, it's entirely up to you. You've been friends. How do you feel? Talk about it with God. Ask God what he thinks. Because we know there's this, um, not everyone can do what other people feel is right. So I just want you to feel at peace with your decision, with whatever you, whatever you decide on. But thank you for bringing your question. Um, someone else asked, why do we fall in love with the wrong people? I feel like when you share too much with someone, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, you feel like you're in love. It, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't. Love is. It's quite vague, if you ask me. Because when you, you're not necessarily sure that you're actually in love, maybe you're just heavily infatuated. Maybe everything's just lining up perfectly. Maybe this person is just what you've been waiting for. Air quotes. And so you feel like, oh, I'm with the one. I've made it. We're locked in. And then something goes wrong, something goes south, and all of a sudden, this person is not the person that you want to be with. Okay, so you start square one. And that love fades, the so-called love that you thought you felt, fades within like a month or two. You move on, you're in love again. So, I don't think it's falling in love with the wrong people. I feel like it's, it's not knowing what you being in love looks like, what you being in love feels like what is your definition of love do you feel like you're in love when you're doing everything you're moving the earth the sun the stars for a person do you feel like that's when you're in love or do you feel like when you can't stop thinking about a particular person or you commit to one person then you're in love so that's for you to figure out and that's for you to set the standard on let's talk about kids for a minute so we're having unprotected sex and now we end up with kids okay i'm pregnant at like 16 people are getting pregnant as young as 13 and i feel like it's crazy because you see it on tv you think it's quite normal when it's actually not and what do you do now because you're a kid having a kid okay so now you're having kids and do you know how much diapers are? Okay, let, let me just ask because diapers in ShopRite, they can be any store, any supermarket, 300 kwacha. And now you have to buy, you have to spend that 300 kwacha per week. So that's, you know, times four, that's 1,200 per month. Okay, just for diapers. And you know how kids are. So now, all those expenses, and you're in high school, when you could just avoid it, when you could just relax chill because honestly every time i read these confessions they're crazy like i can't believe people are actually out here you know talking about um sleeping with 10 people and saying it's for revenge and what no 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 you need help get help why why are you seeking revenge on people like that why are you spreading aids like that 
and saying it like that please guys that's terrible that's if you know someone tell them uh uh-uh help you need help ask them what's what's who hurt you like you know um partners um if i have a companion and we haven't discussed our sexual preferences which is where we stand in that topic there's bound to be like um conflict because what if my boyfriend wants to have sex and i tell him that i'm waiting till marriage and now he says oh you don't love me because you won't sleep with me my dear that's not the case it's not that deep honestly i feel like if you actually care about someone you discuss these things beforehand don't waste each other's time you know put it out there first second conversation oh this is how i feel about this because of this 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 is my reasons how do you feel about that if it tells you ish bounce like you know like <laughs> subtle <laughs> i can't manage then that's cool now you know his intentions now you know that you actually weren't right for each other just because of that small thing consent what is considered rape and what isn't i feel like um rapists and people who were raped have different views i feel like um they are some women that have like this um south african that killed himself because this girl claimed that she was raped by him and he um tried to defend himself countless times after he he left like this paragraph saying he's cursing her and that because she blamed him and blah blah and then later she posts like oh it was a joke it was a joke your friend's dead now it was a joke haha <laughs> funny mm. but uh yeah so i feel like it's important to realize like what do you consider what do you consider is okay because when someone I feel like rape is when someone forcefully um, makes you have sex with them or um, has sex with you without your consent without consulting you without your permission against your will <laughs> against your will is considered rape so if you're in a relationship with someone and that person knows that you don't want to do that maybe not at the moment or just not at all and then they persuade you or manipulate you or violently abusively um get what they want from you then that is rape you should report it do not feel afraid i know that there's certain people that this could go both ways i know that when you hear a brief we think about um it being for the women but this is a really a two-way thing um men have feelings as well men have rights men deserve to actually want to do something without being manipulated without being seduced without um being forced to do something that they don't want to do Feel like we should give them that space to be able to air out their views and how they feel about something and not just assume like oh he wants to do it 
just because you know so yeah if you're in an abusive relationship if you're in a relationship that does not consider your feelings that is always keeping you on your toes feel free to to leave because you deserve the best and if the best is not coming from that person then you should be on your own until you find it the difference between pornography and real life consequences and spiritual physical aspects what is pornography this is anything inappropriate anything that um activates those feelings makes you feel like you're not supposed to be watching or looking at this but you are you're not supposed to be reading or listening to this but you are i consider that um inappropriate so what are what are the actual consequences now i feel like we rush we i feel like we rush to say oh you are sin it's a sin and whatnot the bible doesn't necessarily say in uh, a black ink that pornography is a sin but <laughs> masturbation is a sin pornography is a sin it talks about things to do with it it talks about It talks about the root of it it talks about the idea of it the bible says um even the smallest thing as imagining it in your head thinking about someone lustfully or looking at someone thinking about someone is a sin so how do i go about that thing if i'm addicted to it if i don't know that i'm addicted to it or i do know and i want help I'll talk about it. Um, first of all, I feel like an addiction, any addiction, as much as it needs practical um, ways or solutions, I feel like it needs God. It needs God. No matter what we say, um, there's just something about producing this problem to your maker, to someone who knows you inside and out someone who knows your true intentions that will assist you even to find help because you could look for help and not find help that you need just because you haven't put god in on your idea and so when we do when we do involve god and say okay you know what this is where i stand this is what i'm struggling with how do how do i i want you to take me out of it like I mentioned in my last um, episode, when you submit to God and say, okay, I cannot do it in my flesh, so I need you, he steps up, he takes over, because um, not only does this prevent you from being, not only does uh, this addiction prevent you from being productive, it also prevents you from socializing maintaining good healthy relationships um just because of the standard that you view just because of the standard that you view and uh the 
perception that you create when you watch these things when you draw on these things you start to feel like that's what love is that's where i'm supposed to be that's all it is to it that's all you think about but in the actual sense it's something that's sacred and so because we don't view um having sex as something that's important or special anymore we just view it as getting what we want when that does happen it's hard for us to say i actually care about a person when you've gotten what you want you understand what i mean because when you align yourself with that idea you start to feel like that's the standard like i said you start to feel like that's the standard of what your relationship must provide you feel like it's a must you feel like if it doesn't meet your needs or what you imagine then it wasn't good enough but in the actual sense real life and that is different they are two different things two different emotions will be felt and they're far from the experiences that you imagine in your head sometimes it's more awkward than usual sometimes it's not and uh yeah spiritual and physical aspects spiritually when you do masturbate there's this spirit there's a demon of lust that controls um this category this sector and so when you do that you allow these demons to sleep with you to have kids with you to take control of your life when you start to fall to do simple things as just simple as get out of bed then you know that there's a problem when you when you start to experience that you can't even concentrate on one thing or you can't focus or you can't sit in your room alone without wanting or having the urge to then you know that okay this is something that's beyond you and there is help there is a way out um when you do allow these things into your life they haunt you it's spiritual attacks it's um sleep paralysis it's um nightmares it's everything going wrong in your life and how do you get out of that um i feel like invest yourself in god run back to god tell him everything you're experiencing because obviously he can see but there's something about you presenting the issue to him like i said so when you do that you can also seek um physical practical help you can try um taking practical measures like cleaning your phone cleaning whatever device you use staying away having like a code word whenever you feel like that when you feel the urge leaving the room whenever you feel the urge um calling someone sharing it with someone working on it with someone i feel like those are um practical measures you can take also what are the physical i feel like i've covered the physical aspects so yeah
today's thought-provoking question is do i feel like i've invested too much physically and mentally into my relationships how has that affected me let me know um text me on instagram and i will respond privately Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share and let me know.